Hey everybody, how you doing? It's your boy Brent Reed, the Notorious Sports Critic. It's another Downright Sports. Uh, it's a special show being recorded on Wednesday. Um, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, if that's where you get your podcast from. But if you listen on Thursday, if you listen on DynastyRadio.com, uh, DynastyRadioNY.com, and um, today's show we're going to touch on uh, the NBA, a lot of crazy crap going on there. Little NCAA, little NFL, and then we're going to wrap things up uh, as I put together the perfect idea how the Baseball Hall of Fame should be constructed. So buckle up, get ready. It's a special afternoon Wednesday show, drive time, if you will. But everybody should understand one thing and one thing only that, ladies and gentlemen, it is showtime. DJ Biggins, Hey Craig, DJ M, DJ Scott Beats. Take this Bronx trip real quick. Let's go. Save it, these Bronx blocks bout. Okay, black sheep of the five boroughs, iron horses ride thorough. Watch heroes die in return. They got morals, they them shoot more than arrows. Every street bears importance. Push bikes, pump my walkman to shorty in Van Cortland. Flicks at Lowe's Paradise. This was 80s era for them rovers like a mall. Alexander's used to tear up so crazy powder. Moving in and out of Tracy Towers. Crack era came, my parents is gone. Listen for hours. PS95, a Christ the King survivor. Grand Concourse, scuffled by the courthouse. This boy's beat got knocked off. White fish with hot sauce. Parties used to pop up at the skate key. Now I'm tonguing down a cutie. Feeling on her booty. Summer's crazy, winter's brick and shit. Portrait Dipping quick, kicking shit the randos, they got handled, flow ridiculous. Slap to get gentrified, it's hip hop's home. Make a other culture, no love for vultures, burrows, the dopest, it's the Bronx, nigga. It's DJ Big Game from Bronx Blocks. Valentine 184 is my block. Do remember Smooth had Bobby on the block? Shit was lit from that point, knew I would rock. As a kid, saw Tupac on my block. For the road, Beach Street, yeah, it was the spot. Shit was crazy, red, red, UFP top. Pop was getting sloppy top from Maria's mom's. Me and head crack, need that bread back, that kit back, that all out money. Gotta rinse that, those paradise, Dr. J, stay gift wrap, stay fresh for days. Oh man, I miss that. Video music box, you know I had to flip that. Sold my idols in rare forms, you'll get bitch smacked. DJ Doo-Wop, Echo Party, yeah, I live that. Malik Silly, R.I.P., his mural in the good trap. DJ Big Infant, head crack, this the kit back. To get the wrong boy, the wrong block. So I get white man, shut up the block. Let's go, let's go. Oh no, let's do this right. Let's do this right. Hold on, hold on. Let's go. It is showtime. Welcome everybody to an all new Downright Sports, the radio, the podcast, if you will. 
and let's uh let's let's clean up all the house let's do what we have to do is clean up the house clean first of all number one i am your host the notorious sports critic the one the only brent reed mr showtime himself the normally sunday night delight but this week i am the wednesday afternoon drive time um i don't know the last time i did a afternoon podcast in a while and i forgot to turn the air on it's getting warmer <laughs> anyway if you're listening to the show on um um dynasty and uh, dynasty radio ny.com that means it is thursday it is eight o'clock and i am the only sports show on the number one uh station that i should know this by now where is it the number one station that brings you uh your, your number one source of hip-hop r&b and soul and uh also the mornings you can get the one the only uh world famous cheryl underwood you can listen to her show um and then following my show the only show uh the, the show with the trio if you will um we'll come back and do this <laughs> um the boomba hour uncut so, yeah, you can uh, tune in right after my show there, right after me. Uh, but if you listen on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, uh, Spotify, Anchor, just leave a comment, leave a like, subscribe, and follow. Shows is weird because the show is recorded normally on Sundays. And you can honestly listen to the podcast anytime. But what ultimately happens is kind of need everybody to listen on thursday so it just worked out this week that i was able to i was able to do a show on wednesday so it's all good gave me some time to get the get the show together because every other day something new and exciting was coming up and there was more nonsense and more crap so you never heard the show before well buckle up if you've never seen the show before facebook live buckle up because the sports critic for the sports fan is here right now to tell to to break it all down if you will so we're going to touch on the nba why because it's easy to talk about <laughs> and it's fun and the nba is the gift and it's the holiday season and the nba is just the gift that keeps on giving isn't it isn't it so starting in the nba if you will let's do it like tom brokaw the nba so check it I need to ask a question to those out there. Nobody's going to answer except for my man Shaft, who's my co-host for today. Does NBA do? Does the NBA give its players way too much power? Because we're gonna we're gonna bounce all over the place in this first segment with this. But recently, James Harden, All Star, former MVP, current face of the Houston Rockets, if you will, has decided he wants to be traded. And the rumor is now it's been released. He wants to go to the 76ers. So, what I don't understand, what, what I can't get is he signed an extension. He's still old money. He signed an extension. Um, he's under contract for uh, some time now. He still, I think he's got like a couple more years left on his deal uh, with Houston. Which, a deal he did not have to sign. But you'd be stupid not to. But... He did not have, we're going to circle back around that. And now he wants out. Houston has had no success in the postseason outside of just making it. They haven't really, um, you know, they had all these expectations of going to the NBA Finals. Not sure those expectations came from. I never really felt like they had the team in place to put them in a championship. James Harden has 
proven he is a fantastic scorer. He's proven he is one of the top 100 greatest players of all time, potentially. The way he's able to score. Where he lacks, well, it's been defense. Where he lacks, it's probably been his leader. It's probably leadership. Where he lacks, well, it's getting his team over that hump. So, I don't see how... So, either James Harden's trying to do the... I can't do this anymore by myself, and I'm going to go on to green the pastures, and when, and then I will just, you know, I'll go to my AAU team, play with five other great players, and we'll win a championship. Let's back up. When LeBron went to Miami, it was clear-cut LeBron was the best player on Miami. They hadn't won anything. So when LeBron did it, it was a little different. Yeah, he went and joined other superstars, but he was the clear-cut best on that team. He was Hulk Hogan in the NWO. Yeah, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, respectively great wrestlers, if you will, but Hulk Hogan was still Hulk Hogan. LeBron James was LeBron James. He he elevated. If Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade would have teamed up together, they would have won nothing. I don't care what you say. There'd be no, they might have been a seventh seed at best. Maybe a five every here and there. But LeBron took them to the next level. Four championships on an eight-year run. Let's just call it like we see it. Then Kevin Durant packs his bags and goes to Golden State. Now, Golden State had already won a championship, but then they lost. And um, KD going to Golden State, he clearly was the best player on that team. Clear cut. And even then, they only, I think they got one, I don't think they got two of them. They got two of them. Still, he was clear cut the overall best player on that team. Now, did he tuck tail and run out of OKC? Absolutely. Absolutely, because it wasn't like he was, like when LeBron left Cleveland, LeBron had nothing. His best player was Delonte West, maybe, or Mo, no, Mo Williams was his best uh, sidekick. Cleveland did a terrible job in all those years LeBron played there to find him a sidekick. Kevin Durant had Russell Westbrook. He could have made it work. Heck, they went to the finals together, and just the year before he decided to jump ship and go to Golden State, they lost to said Golden State the year prior to that in the conference finals. So it wasn't the same thing. James Harden choosing to leave, choosing to leave and wanting to join another super team or make another super team. I'm not sure if he goes to if he goes to the 76ers and he's the best player in in Philly. Ben Simmons, much better, can at least play defense and will at least be able to distribute a ball where it's more, I mean, not to say James Harden can't pass, but there's a difference in making a pass, getting 10 assists when you're up by 20 or when your pass is the reason why the team is winning. Like, there's differences in assists. I'm sure there's a, a, a great big analytic stat that will prove that I don't have it. I'm a one-man staff with my dog, okay? Then... You have Joel Embiid, who could be, you know, if he puts his head on right, could be a better player if, you know, big men are always, if big men play the way they can and Embiid has that ability, big men will always turn out to be the guy, unless an exception of LeBron, Jordan, you know, some couple exceptions. So, if James goes to the 76ers, he's going to be one 
of uh, two other Hall of Fame, I mean, uh, two other All-Star guys. And it's not to say James Harden's been in Houston playing with a bunch of mud ducks. He had Chris Paul, future Hall of Famer, All-Star. Last year took OKC with nothing and had them in the playoffs. So don't tell me he couldn't play with Chris Paul. And then he gets Russell Westbrook, former league MVP, Bulldog Warrior will run through a brick wall on fire with gasoline drawers, and he couldn't get it done with him. He couldn't get it done with he could he, he seems to not be able to get it done with a lot of people. So is it the Rockets or is it James Harden? Now James Harden has a new teammate because the Rockets have traded Russell Westbrook to Washington for John Wall. Another man who suffers from delusions of grandeur because John Wall believes he is on a different level than what he is. <clears throat> In the NBA, there are tiers. You got your top tier guys, LeBron's, Steph, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, James is at the border. John Wall is maybe a third tier guy. John Wall's biggest claim to fame is game six. He won game six and lost game seven. I hate to tell you, the only time winning game six matters if you're up three to two in a series. If all you did was tie the series, well, congratulations, you extended the inevitable in losing. All right? A wise man once told me if you lose, you lose. It doesn't matter whether you whether it is, it's still an L. Okay? So now James Harden is going, now, uh, excuse me, John Wall is heading to Houston. But I don't understand, Houston, you do have some blame here. Why do you keep trading for guards? What has James Harden showed you that he needs another guard to help him? That makes zero sense. You have a guy in the backcourt that can literally do more by himself in the backcourt than some teams could do with two, a la uh, Washington. They had two guys in the backcourt, could got nothing done. Why not use Westbrook and trade for what um, James really needed. A big man. It, somebody that can get those rebounds, get those outlet passes. Somebody that can, you know, bang and battle. Somebody that can help him versus another guard that he has to just two ISO ball players. Now, I understand Houston's a big analytic team, and analytics tells them to shoot the three. Yeah, Golden State did shoot the three, but Golden State, you know what they had when they won those championships? A big man. Whether it was um, Andrew Bogut, whether it was um, Jamel McGee, Kevin Durant, if you will, you still have to have size in the NBA to win. I mean, the Lakers, oh, how about that? Won a championship with what? I don't know, size. Miami made it to the finals, I, I don't know, with size. Big men, you still, at the end of the day, you still need somebody to get a rebound. Just like in the NFL. I know in the NFL, just throw the ball. Right? Just throw the ball. We don't need running backs. Hmm. 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 Just throw the ball. We don't need to play defense. Hmm. Hmm. Look at certain teams. Look at the teams that are good and look at the teams that are great. And what what's the common denominator there? It's normally they have a little bit of everything. <clears throat> the NBA as I bring it all back around, needs to kind of curb this players just saying, I don't want to play here anymore. I don't want to leave. I just want to go. I don't want to do this anymore. 
They don't give me what I want. They pay me a lot, a lot of money. James Harden is making $38.2 million just this year alone. That's not enough. I, I need more. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get how... Alright, where I work, there are days I don't want to be there. If I go to them and say, hey, I don't want to be here anymore. Make my situation better. They're going to shake my hand. Tip the cap. Tell me to leave my pass on the desk, and I will see them later. Now, I know what you're saying. Well, Brent, you can't compare yourself to them. They're different. They're different. They're top 1% athlete. They're the best in the world. Blah, 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 blah. They're the best in the world who plays for somebody else. So, guess what? They got a boss just like I do. Ooh. Did I shake it? Let me say that again. They have a boss just like I do. Now, if I want to leave my job, I have to quit. That means when I quit, I don't get paid. I don't get I don't get my benefits. I just go sit at home and go on LinkedIn until I can find a new job. The NBA is slowly going in the wrong direction as far as giving players a little too much. I'm not hating. I'm just stating the obvious. I'm not saying that you just treat them like the NFL treats their players, <clears throat> but maybe you start leaning a little towards more like baseball treats his players a little bit. If you go Google this, the NBA playoffs this year, the numbers were down. Now, granted, there was a pandemic, but that should mean the numbers were up because more people are home to watch the game. I can guarantee the NFL, numbers ain't down. I guarantee college football, numbers ain't down. But the NBA, I think it was something like the NBA Finals had a lower rating than the baseball regular season. Which is crazy because most people can't watch a whole baseball game. They can barely make it past the first inning. So, what happened this year? Well, the reason why you think the viewership was down. Well, basketball. You got to remember NBA. If Adam Silver is watching, thank you by the way. Remember this. You have a whole section of the country called Middle America that you have to remember will buy your product, will watch your product will subscribe to your product if you remember they exist. The NBA is bigger than New York, Los Angeles, Atlanta, Miami. You just can't keep thinking you're going to talk to the same few people and everybody's just supposed to buy along with it. It feels like the NBA is looking more global than it is more international, which, by the way, hey, if the global dollar is paying you more, God bless you. you do what you got to do. But just remember, you know, soccer is still not the biggest sport in this country, and they're global. And last time I checked, the NBA files taxes here in America, not over there. Now, will J should James Harden be traded to the 76ers? If I'm Houston, and this goes to my argument and I wrap things up. If I'm Houston, there's zero chance in hell I'm trading James Harden anywhere he wants to go. Number one, he did not show up to my media day. Number two, he just arrived at training camp. So all you've done so far is you've disrespected me after I've treated you like 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 the son you've never I never had. Wow, that got personal. But James Harden was a was a bench player, won the sixth man of the year with OKC. Houston saw him and wanted him and said we're going to make you the man on our team. We're going to give you everything. I will give you 12 camels and my daughter. That's what you get, James Harden. And what he has done, he has spat in the face of an organization that has done nothing but treat um, um, Akeem Olajuwon, Clyde Drexler, um, Yao Ming, Tracy McGrady, 
all these great players, all respectable players that played for that organization, get treated with respect. And now here comes James. I don't want to play here no more. I just, I, I, I want to play with my friends. So here's what I'm thinking: trade James Harden's butt to some, t- trade him to Orlando. I see you trade him to Orlando. You trade him to Sacramento. And, oh, no, even better, Minnesota. It's nice and cold in Minnesota, eh? And Minnesota, what do they have? They have draft picks. They have young talent. You can make a trade. Go get um, Carl Anthony Towns. Go get uh, D'Angelo Russell. Couple draft picks. Send his butt north. Let him go play in that cold. And see what it's like. <laughs> see what it's like then. And then maybe he'll change his tune. That does he, that's what needs to be done. That's what should happen. Only in the perfect world. But it won't happen. It won't. And it's all good. You know, God bless James Harden. Hey, if he has the right to um, complain and beg to be, yeah, God bless him. We all wish we had that, don't we? Don't we? Anyway, hey, this is Downright Sports here on DynastyRadioNY.com. If you're listening on Thursday, that means... It's Thursday. Where were you going with that, Brent? <laughs> anyway, uh, if you're listening on DynastyRadioNY.com, this is your number one source of hip-hop, R&B, and soul. But I got a newsflash for you listening on the podcast. That means any day of the week. <laughs> and you listen on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, and like there's four other sites that I refuse to learn because it's too many. But God bless you. If you're watching on Facebook uh, Live, thank you so much. We will. The way we do things is we do it three segments. Segment one, you just saw. I'm gonna take a break. Go turn the air conditioner on because I got hot. Pour me a cup of coffee. I know that made zero sense. And then we're gonna come back. Segment two. So if you're watching the first segment, please return the second segment. We'll have a little fun. Um, but if you're listening on the radio and you're listening to the podcast, we're gonna put all music today's original music. Um, technically, all music's original music. Okay, let's back that up. All music today is all music from independent artists. We kicked the show off with music from um, the first song we played was the Bronx, the Bronx Blocks remix, uh, Big M featuring Head Rack, uh, produced by the one the only DJ Chase. Next up, we're gonna listen to. Uh, Coke Diet by my man, the one, the only Mike Meth, Mr. M2G himself, straight out of Farmville, VA. Hold it down. Uh, but we'll be right, we'll, <clears throat> we'll be right back. Oh, Downright Sports, that's how I normally finish it. <laughs>
Kilo, Kilo, Quelo, Quelo. Do it really matter if I say, say, yeah, yo. Yeah, yo. It's all the same. I'm so in fact, shoot. Waited with this dangerous dame. Got me head over heels, and she's to blame. How could I be so in love with someone this insane? I mean, a wild lioness. No man can tame. Her words are like honey, but this erase the brain. How something so good caused me this much pain? She stopped drinking Diet Coke. She on that coke diet I can't deny her love And she want me to try it I told her there's a limit And she said disguise it The white horse coming baby Let's get on and I ride it I have a life prescription Sometimes I overdose With her permission I'm her car, she my key Stalk me up, ignition Turn me on, turn me off, oh. now I'm television She watching me, watching, me, watching, her, watching her, I'm twitching Off the love potion 69 that she is giving Unbuckle my Orion's belt with no help And cross the Milky Way with the Silky Way Well, she's pure coat and a body and dress A wolf and sheep clothing Playing damsel in distress And I am caught up under duress She stopped drinking Diet Coke She on that Coke diet I can't deny her love And she want me to try it I told her there's a limit And she said disguise it The white horse coming baby Let's get on and ride it I said I'm gone tonight, I'm lost tonight The Notorious Sports to Green, ride, Dan Rice Sports That was awesome Alright everybody, uh, we are back A little coke diet from the one the only Mike Miff um, I forgot the name of his album I probably should have wrote that down. But he released it. Wow. We made that 2008, 2007. He released that. Like, that's crazy. He put the, he made that. Uh, nice story behind that, too. We could go on and on. In a past life, your boy, before he did sports, used to dabble with the music business a little bit. So, a little stressful there. Um, college, 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 college. Uh, first, before I touch on the f- college football uh, earlier today, Coach K, head co- uh, uh, Mike Krzyzewski, head coach of Duke University, um, basically came out and questioned, should we be playing in the pandemic? Wanted the same thing. <laughs> uh, the reason why I think it's important he asked that uh, in college football just alone, uh, from what I saw, it's like four or five games again postponed due to uh, COVID. Uh, the biggest game being postponed is the game of every year, uh, Michigan versus Ohio State. Let's back up. Uh, I'm not sure if it's the game of the year anymore because Michigan has not beaten them since like 2001, and Ohio State just 
you know, beats the piss out them. Like, they don't even show up. Like, it's kind of sad a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, Michigan, you know, they went and got um, Jim Harbaugh. And it'd be one thing if, like, Harbaugh just lost to Ohio State, but, like, he's not showing up at all. Like, I, if I'm Michigan, I'm going to give him another year, but, like, bro, you got, like, you got you to gotta get better. Like, we need to show out. Like, at least make it to the playoff. You know, Michigan. Like, that's the conversation they should be having. Um... So a lot of st- a lot of stuff is happening. Uh, the conversation right now is: Are they going to put Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game against Northwestern? Northwestern first has to make it because they have to beat Illinois December twelfth. Um, is it fair that Ohio State will play one less game than Northwestern? Probably not. But the committee, um, Big Ten, expects to change six minimum policy. Uh, interesting. <laughs> You're supposed to have played six games and to make it to the championship. Interesting enough, let's ask this question. And we're go- oh, I'm let's ask this question. Say it was an Ohio State. Say it was Minnesota or Rutgers. Would the Big Ten be as um? Would the Big Ten care as much? You know, with or they be like, well, you didn't play the minimum, so you know, you you must, you you just don't make it. You don't, you don't make it. The reason why I think they're so concerned is because Ohio State currently in the playoff standings is fourth. Funny, because they're five and zero. Oh, I don't know. Everybody else has got like nine, ten games, but the only team that's played five is in the top four. Like, how stupid is that? Uh, Texas A and M seven and one. Florida eight and one. Florida should be honestly in that top. For uh, Iowa State, Cincinnati, Cincinnati's eight and zero. Why aren't they in it? Uh, Georgia should not even be in the top ten. Uh, it's six and two. I'm tired of this. Like, just put them in because of crap. Uh, Miami eight and one. Oklahoma seven and two. Indiana no. Coastal Carolina's ten and zero. Uh, and that's it. After that, everybody else can eat a duck. Coastal Carolina's ten and zero. Now, I, you know, enough is enough with this. Well, they didn't play nobody. They played their schedule. They they won their schedule. For the most part, when the Ohio State plays in the Big Ten, have you paid attention to those games? They're just blowouts. They don't have no, they don't play anybody that, you know, that, that caught. Does Ohio State honestly got ever have a threat? Outside of Penn State a couple times, does does really does Ohio State really face any kind of threats? No. And they just keep getting rewarded. This this whole college play like the BCS almost made more sense than this BS. Because how are you gonna tell a team in Coastal Carolina you're ten and no, but we can't even put you in the top ten? You've done everything that you're supposed to do, but we can't but we're gonna take a team that hasn't even played six games and literally has played anybody, and we're just going to put them in the conversation. We're just going to throw them in there. We're, we're going we're to put them in because, you know, hey, they're one, they're one of us. <coughs> it, it's, it's So here's how it's going to break down. Ohio State's going to play Northwestern in a Big Ten Championship. They're going to... They're going to... What's the word we're looking for? You're going to pistol whip <laughs> Northwestern. Moving on. And then what's going to happen is, because here's where I have to ask the playoff committee, what do you do? Because for the first time ever, Notre Dame is playing in a conference game. Conference championship game. They're going to play against Clemson. 
excuse me, they're going to play against Clemson. Clemson has already lost to Notre Dame. So if Clemson loses again, are they out and somebody else is in? If <clears throat> I'm a little flipped. If uh, Notre Dame loses, are they out? Or you're going to tell me two one-loss teams deserve... Now, what if Alabama loses to Florida in the ACC championship game? I can honestly see... Florida's not that bad. I haven't watched a lick of them, but <clears throat> I've seen enough. And I've seen enough crazy crap happen. What if Alabama loses? So you have three teams with one loss, and you got one team that has zero... You got two teams <clears throat> with no losses... And you're going to look them in the face and say, yeah, you're not welcome. The NCAA <clears throat> is a clown show. It's it's almost laughable that they're allowed to exist. You know, like they, they should just go away. We just have SEC, ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12, and um, Pac-10. What is it? Pac uh, Big 12. Big 12 and Pac-12. Whatever. Just have them. Let them do whatever they want. Pay players, not play players. People can eat cream cheese on Tuesday while drinking soda on Saturday. Whatever rules they want. Because <coughs> as far as the NCAA doing anything that makes any common sense to the average person, it, they dropped the ball on that. Like, if the average human was looking watch just sports... Now, in basketball and baseball, teams with better records are ranked higher. <laughs> okay? But when you... And, and heck, shoot. In college basketball, the team with the better record is ranked higher. But then there's college football where the rule book is pretty much just, you know, who gives, you know what, we do what we want. You know what I'm saying? We, we drink brandy. We tell you to shut up and we do what we want. Like, it, it's it's a crying shame. So, I watched a 60 Minutes piece and I'll wrap this up. I want to talk, talk about the NFL a little lengthy. Watched a 60 Minutes piece and it was a shame because they touched on the secondary sports like men's gymnastics, women's gymnastics, men's tennis, women's tennis, um, sports like that, track and field and etc. That for some of those athletes, that's it for them. They get they get to you know pursue a high school dream, get a scholarship and play, but that's it. There's no professional league in that. Some get to go to the Olympics, but but they all had to go away because of COVID, the pandemic. They didn't have the budget to keep it going, and somehow football, billion dollar sport, still around. College basketball, billion dollar sport, still around, and. The NCAA doesn't have any kind of plan B, any kind of, what's the word I'm looking for, St uh, stimulus package for its secondary sports, because it's, how do you, how do you tell a young man or a young woman who came to said university to play tennis or to play golf or to play, you know, Pursued, and you look them in the face and go, you know, we just can't, you know, we're just going to have to get rid of you. You know, we're not going to have it anymore. And, um, you know, we're still going to have football, 
It's going to have basketball. But would you like to do, yeah. Mm. Sorry. Like, you telling me there's nothing in place to, to, to prevent that? There's no type of, you know, there's no type of break glass in case of an emergency? The NCAA makes bank. Like, the stupid amount of money they make is just that stupid <laughs> for amateur sports, if you will. But they don't have a plan for the secondary sports. At the high school level, you could get away with that. Yeah, we, we can't do wrestling this year. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I have that many people coming out. But don't tell me at some big universities where, number one, some kids are paying tuitions as high as about 50000 hundred k tops. you going to tell me you ain't got... Where's all this money going? You ain't building new facilities every year. College professors ain't, uh, ain't raking in millions of dollars. I ain't heard a professor yet sign a five, uh, a five uh, million dollar deal yet. I ain't heard that professor. I haven't heard uh, a, a, a six-figure professor yet. So where's this money going that is being paid, A, by students, B, coming from TV revenue and um, uh, just the, 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 the sheer fact people just show up? Like, where is all of this stuff? And you, you, you're telling people to give, you know, hey, kick rocks. It's not fair. And somebody should look into it. Nobody's going to look into it. I'm talking literally to the wall right now. Nobody's going to pay any attention. These poor kids that can't play. The, the sports that they love is just going to go away and then their life is ruined. Heck, the greatest thing is they can't even transfer because the, the other schools have done the same thing because, God forbid, there has been no football this year. Before I move on to the NFL, just remember this. The Big Ten said they put their big foot down. We ain't playing. The pandemic matters. It's serious. We're not going to play. And then they saw the other schools lifted their nose up to it and said, we'll play. We don't care. Because of that TV revenue. This infamous money they couldn't live without. You telling me for one season they couldn't just kick some of that cash downward? But even still, despite that they all said we're going to play, guess what? You still canceled a lot of games. Last week alone was like 15 games canceled. So where's the money going? You, you're losing money now because you're not playing. You might as well just stay at home. I don't get it. I, I I really don't. That's why I'm just a sports fan that just talks a lot of crap. Anyway, NFL, they have money. They don't have nothing to worry about. Um, a lot of teams right now are in the hunt. Uh, some teams, they've already solidified and made their mark and already have their place um, in the playoffs established already. Uh, the Chiefs, the Steelers, um, believe it or not, the Giants are somehow in the playoff picture. <laughs> <laughs> the Saints, the Saints is in. Um, the Saints is, you know, they they've they have run away with that division completely, uh, and they don't even have their starting quarterback. That's crazy. So imagine when he comes back, how much, hopefully, you know, how much better he could be. Which brings me to my point is, which teams, which teams and which quarterbacks have the most to prove? Like who has to win. Is it Big Ben? No, he's got two. He don't have to win. Is it Patrick Mahomes? No. The kid's 24. He's already got one. Like, he has time. Uh, is it Drew Brees? Hmm. Is it Thomas Brady? He's got six. Like, for real, for real. Like, come on. But, maybe it's uh, Russell Wilson. 
I think Wilson Breeze, uh, I think Wilson and Breeze and Aaron Rodgers, they have the most pressure on them right now. Clear, clear cut. Because they they haven't been back. You know, Russell Wilson went twice. They did that stupid pass versus running it, and they haven't been back. Aaron Rodgers hasn't been back. He hasn't even smelled it. Been close, touched it. Anything. <laughs> Stepped a little too hard. <laughs> um, and Breeze, same thing. Gets there, sees it, and is taken away from him. So I think you know we'll touch more on the NFL playoffs as the season gets ready to wind down. But if the playoffs started today, the Steelers and the Saints would get a bye because now there's more, seven teams going in. Uh, you would get the Colts versus the the, uh, the Colts versus the Chiefs in the first round blowout. Miami versus Buffalo in the first round good game. I ooh, ooh I like that. Uh, Cleveland versus Tennessee. We just saw Cleveland pimp slap Tennessee. Doesn't mean Tennessee's not going to be playoff ready. Uh, this will be Cleveland's first time in the playoffs since Jim Brown. I'm joking. But it will be their first time in the playoffs in a long time. And it's going to take a lot. Uh, I think uh, t- Tennessee is probably more built for the playoffs than uh, Cleveland is right now. And OD, um, um, Odell Beckham Jr., shut up. I'm just going to leave it at that. Just shut up. Uh, in the NFC, you would have the Saints would get a bye. Uh, my man Noah Baker's Minnesota Vikings will take on the Green Bay Packers. Possible upset. That is a divisional game. I mean, Green Bay's better, but never, ever overlook a divisional matchup. Um, Tampa Bay would face the Rams. The Rams are the Rams? Like, they're undercover. I didn't know they were 8-4. and four. That team could easily find itself in the Super Bowl. We will all be bored again. And uh, the Seahawks and the Giants. The 5-7 and seven Giants. I don't want the Giants to make the playoffs. I want them to lose. But Daniel Jones is starting to look like he may be a good player. And maybe they should trade Saquon Barkley and get better players because they're doing better without him. Just saying. Just saying. And then I asked my last question before we move on to the last segment of the day. Should have probably read that better. <laughs> How will we grade Tom Brady and Bill Belichick's year? Give him a C. We'll leave it at that. We'll, we'll see how the year turns out. We'll give him a see. Uh, Belichick is fighting to get to the playoffs right now. The uh, New England is six and six. Baltimore seven and five. Raiders seven and five. They're all sitting. Uh, the Patriots probably won't make it. It's going to take a lot for them to make it. Yeah, yeah, it's going to take a lot. But you know, whatever, whatever. You know, six and five. Congratulations to the two of them. You know, if the Patriots you know win out, they'll have a winning season, and then you know, clap clap. We'll do football next week. Okay, we'll do football next week. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, touch on our uh, Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, we're gonna, I got to make that one quick. And um, what are we playing next? Uh, my man DJ Chase. Uh, we're going to play Line It Up by my man DJ Chase featuring Notes 82. Uh, his latest single's out right now. This is Downright Sports. Yeah. Line them up, shut them down. They saying we run the town. Line them up, shut them down. <laughs> DJ T. 
They say that I'm a king, I've never been so motivated Worldwide click, put it down, we the Oakland Raiders Rappers telling lies, they really want to block the haters But I'm on my grind, pushing hard until the cops shake us Homie, it's the bag, I never had the fast though Bank account full, see they asking for a handout Elevator high, laid back on a yacht though Summertime feel, or I see they wanna fight though Homie, I know goons who will bury you for life though Never really cared about your feelings, you should lay low No spin on this grind day one, you better let them know Seeing what's in front is the way I'm gonna ride the wave Nothing in the past, I reminisce the better days Look toward the sky for the blessings that I'm on stage Look, I love the game, it made me a renegade East New York clips tell these rappers they should all pray Line them up, shut them down, no really I run the town Got chased to hold me down, the city I want the crown They feel it when I'm around, too really can dumb it down Yo Chase, you hear them now, they saying we run the town Alright everybody, <clears throat> welcome back, welcome back, welcome back I appreciate, uh, next week we're going to play that song that's a tidy I just had to cut it short because you know, it's only an hour show uh, The baseball play, uh, baseball play The baseball hall of fame voting uh, is next year, uh, next month if you will, make sure however you want to look at it. And uh, we got some new guys on the ballot. We got some old guys on the ballot. Who's new to the ballot? Uh, Tim Hudson, Mark Brownlee, Tori Hunter, Barry Zito, Armis Ramirez, A.J. Bennett, Nick Swisher, and um, Latroy Hawkins. I'm not sure if there's any real Hall of Famers on this list, but if I had to pick one, I would probably pick Tori Hunter. Uh, we're going to put more. We're going to have a whole... Hall of Fame breakdown probably one day. I didn't pull the numbers. I was supposed to. I forgot. Sorry. But I'm going based on the eye test and remembering from when these guys played. Tim Hudson was a stud pitcher. If you remember, there was Barry Zito, Tim Hudson, and there was a third pitcher Oakland had. They had like this three-headed monster. Zito, Hudson, crap. I wish I could remember his name, but... They look. Oakland was like, oh god, we got this pitching rotation is gonna be beast mode. They look Hall of Fame ready. They traded all of them. Uh, Barry Zito signed a. Barry Zito should make the Hall of Fame for stealing the most money from the San Francisco Giants. He signed like a hundred million dollar deal and was trash. I don't mean like oh uh, every now and then. he just went like fifteen and five. No, he sucked. Like he couldn't pitch anymore. Like all he did was cross the bridge and he couldn't pitch anymore. Um Tim Hudson went down to Atlanta. I wanna say he had a very good career there. Uh he finished out uh did he go to Atlanta? Let's pull this up real fast. I, I wanna say he went to Atlanta. The, the brain ain't what it once was. But I think I wanna say he went to Atlanta and he was okay down there. Um nothing to nothing to write home about. Uh Tory Hunter is a Hall of Famer to me just based on his defense. He was one of the best center fielders I've ever seen play, hands down. Defensively, he made your team better. Yeah, he went to Atlanta. I thought he went to Atlanta. He defensively was the best center fielder. He was on ESPN every single night, like clear as day. I thought Hunter kind of did a disservice to his career when he went to L.A., but L.A. gave him money, and he went and finished up the career. 
I always thought he should have just stayed in Minnesota. He was the face of Minnesota. He was Mister Minnesota. They never won a championship. They went to the playoffs with him, but he was, he was, he was a good. I mean, he never really had that MVP kind of years. But defensively, and I'm sure there's an analytic stat out there that will prove how great defensively he was. Uh, Tim Hudson's career: 222 wins. That's enough for me to put him in the Hall of Fame. You're not gonna find guys. To, most pitchers today may not even win 200 games. He may be one of the last win. I think CC got 200, but Hudson, you know, he's got 200 wins, 133 losses. ERA's a little high, but back then that didn't matter as much. Um, brilliant pitcher. Uh, he did go to the World Series in 2014 with San Francisco. How about that? Um, did he pitch on the team? <laughs> yeah, he was in San Francisco last year. I forgot he was in San Francisco, but um, borderline Hall of Famer. Right, so, all those guys I named the borderline in that first balance. They're not getting in the first time. What the Hall of Fame needs to do this year is just put who need. This is the year you go, all right, we got to put them in. Clemens, Bonds, they need to go in this year. You don't put anybody else in with them. You just put those two in. Uh, last year, Clemens finished at 61 votes. Bonds finished at 60. Just put them in. Just give them the votes, the 78 votes. Put them in. Leave the hall of let it leave it for them too, and then it takes all the stink off everybody. Nobody else has to be in it. But there's some other guys that should be in. Uh, Scott Rowland, borderline. I'm not the more I look at it, I'm not sure, but he's one of the best third basemen ever played. And stats wise, uh, Omar Vizquel guaranteed should be in. One of the best infielders the game's ever seen. Uh, Manny Ramirez should be in. Was a clear cut great hitter in Cleveland, great hitter in Boston, helped Boston win two championships. Um, heck, he even had a resurgence in LA. Jeff Kent, I don't understand why he's not in. Jeff Kent was one of the best second basemen to ever play the game, was the second baseman of the 90s, almost. Almost, no, nah, not really, not really, but he was, he's in the conversation. Um, Sammy Sosa, Sammy should be in, hit 63 times. Enough said, stop with the steroids crap. Like enough. Let's let's throw this stuff out the window. Baseball voters need to remember it's fans that watch the games. Stop with this over the top. Um, I'm gotta protect the league foolishness because you got guys that's in the Hall of Fame that were womanizers, that were racist, that were um. Whatever the case is, you got guys in there that shouldn't be in there based on a moral standpoint. So don't tell me guys that used a little advantage to make themselves and their teams better shouldn't be in. Roger Clemens, with or without steroids, is one of the best pitchers ever, clearly. Barry Bonds, with or without steroids, is one of the best hitters, clearly, ever. All steroids did was just took what they were already great at and just made them even better. Other guys took steroids. Ain't none of them any better. Um... <clears throat> Uh, uh, Chuck Knobloch took, apparently got caught using it. Here's one. Jason Giambi. Jason Giambi took steroids. Would you compare Jason Giambi to Barry Bonds? There you go. I'm leave it at that. All right. Hey, thank you all for listening and watching. It's been fun. Cool Wednesday show. Uh, that third segment always beats you down, especially when you have two revved up segments. Uh, we appreciate you uh, today. It's been fun. Um, if you're uh, listening on the podcast, Apple Podcast, leave a comment, thumbs up. If you're listening on uh, Spotify, just le- like it. Google Play, like it. Anchor, like it. Um, I think all the others just tell you to like it. <laughs> so just like it, all right? Um, but if you listen here, uh, you're one in early. 
uh, DynastyRadioNY.com, your number one source for hip-hop army. We appreciate you listening. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, coming up next is the Boomba Hour Uncut. They touch on uh, the latest topics in um, pop culture, hip-hop, and whatever's going on in the world. You, uh, you need to tune in because... Get a different perspective on what you think is popping. You feel me? And uh, they'll 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 clue you in and what's up with that. Also, uh, check out uh, the Kim Dynasty, hosted by Kim Dynasty. The Kim Dynasty shows. So will check her show out. Check out Cheryl Underwood in the morning. Uh, feel free uh, to just join. Jump aboard. You know, it, it's different. You know what we're doing here is different. And you know, you're so. You, you know, radio has changed a lot in the last couple of years, whether you got serious or regular terrestrial radio, but now you got internet radio. There's so many sources out there for what you want. Feel free to accept all of them, but just remember that Downright Sports is the one and only sports show for the sports fan, spoken to you by a sports fan. Just remember that. All right, so we'll see you guys next week. We're going to take a break because it'll be Christmas, if you will. But we're going to take a break. We'll be back. Uh, we're going to end the year exciting. Yeah, I got to get that end of the year show going. You know what I'm saying? So we get ready for that Facebook Live. For those of you that watch here, appreciate it. Go to our YouTube. I promise I'm going to start putting the damn show on YouTube again. Just lazy, okay? Just lazy. But you guys, be. Uh, we're going to end the show off with... Um, with some Mike Myth, if you will, love my music more than I love my girl, and I am out. Deuces. Wear a mask. Be safe. Wash your hands. Uh, yeah. This goes out to the love of my life, Miss Treble, okay. Miss Face, and Lady Mids, and the whole Equalizing crew. Uh-huh. I love you. Yeah. Play a major part in my life. Yes. I'm gonna tell y'all my story. Damn. Uh, Every time I see her, my body rages fever She better than my ex, that's why I had to leave her She make me wanna do all types of things just to please her The girl get what she want, she a regular diva Met her when I was eight, I took pieces of her home It's a relationship and it's all fully grown She's a part of me and that's something I condone now that we're together, we'll never be alone She said she, 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 she She didn't feel right without me staring at her red and green lights She said I turned her on, so again I might I love to hear her buzz like a blue bug light She put me on the vinyl, needles and sneakers Turntables going forward, but my life is in reverse Damn I think I love music more than my girl Countless hours, hours. we stay up all night. night I can never do her wrong. wrong She say I do her right yes. I make love to her uh, when I get up uh, on the mic Cause uh, my beats uh, go hard uh, and I track uh, so tight And when I fit it in, she scream get it in So I spit up on the track to make the ad-libs blend So many ways to do it, fuck a world famous trend With me and her aligned, the fun never ends She loves to give me dome through the headphones Her melodies kiss my ear and I become a drone Filled with fantasies and uncanny beats We bleed through the speakers, bring the world to their knees She give me what I need, nothing more, nothing less and her name is music and she deserves the best damn i think i i think i i think i love music more than my girl i think you do too i love you baby yeah mike and my
my style so sick. Yeah. Yeah, man, you're now locked into Downright Sports, the podcast. This is DJ Chase Worldwide Sounds Records. Shout out to Brent Reed. I want y'all to tune in, like, comment, and subscribe. Subscribe on all podcast platforms. You know what it is. Cheer!